Welcome to the Maximus Podcasts with, you got three hosts today, Bobby Maximus, Joe Sabula, and the one known only as Byron Godfrey. Been a friend of ours for a while. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Lalo Tactical, L-A-L-O.com. Use the code Maximus50 for a big-ass half-price discount. We're also sponsored by 10,000, T-E-N-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D.cc. Use code Maximus15 for 15% off uh, some workout apparel. I I should mention Lalo. They make shoes. They make boots uh, for tactical purposes and workout purposes. So, um, you know, go get some. Get the Maximus shoe. This is the inaugural episode of something we are calling the Maximus Podcast Live. And so... Last week, Joe and I tried to do a podcast with Byron. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was all over the place. It was complete. (laughs) It was complete trash. But what we decided was there was really appreciate that. (laughs) There, there were some really good things that came out of that, and and one of the things was we know Byron so well. He's been in our crew for a while that we just want to chat and shoot shit. Like it was kind of hard to ask you questions, Byron. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, like like we were, we were trying to interview Byron, and that just it didn't work. It just wasn't working. Yeah, it, 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 the questions were trash. Your answers were trash. So mostly, mostly his answers were trash. We could be very, yeah, very good. Yeah, we, it we, was the two, two assholes asking. Them. <laughs> we we yeah. we have interviewed some of the <laughs> finest guests that could possibly be had on a podcast. We are pros, Byron. We are pros. We had okay. we had <laughs> Fletcher on the podcast. And he, he sent me a message saying, thank you for your extremely intelligent questions, young man. I said, all right, CT, we're good. So be, we're, we're blaming that on you. But the format for Maximus Live, we're going to get right into it, is every week we're going to pick 10 topics that are in the media, pop culture, music, and we're just going to talk about them. Uh, it'll give you guys an insight into our personalities, who we really are. There won't be anything contrived. We don't have to be fake nice. It's just, it's like, it's like the old school barbershop. So are you two ready? No, but we're going to do this anyway. We'll figure it out. All anyway. right. <laughs> Byron, as a, as a huge football fan, the first topic, I, I want to know what you think about the collusion that is Rob Gronkowski coming out of retirement to join Tampa Bay. Hey, you knew this shit was happening, right? <laughs> you knew it was happening. You know, so if I'm an NFC South person right now, man, I'm shitting bricks, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You got the the best of all times, teaming up with the craziest tight end of all time. I just, you know what I mean? How long do you think they knew about this? Because, Joe, you're a a huge football fan, too. This seems like Gronk took a year off to get himself right, and now he's joining a team that's got – Two Pro Bowl receivers, a Pro Bowl tight end, a Pro Bowl running back, and Tom Brady. And so, then so, I, I have I have questions here. I have questions here because I I, I feel like Gronk is just like a large child. I feel like he's just like an eight year old with a pituitary disorder. He's like he's just he, he's not emotionally mature. So I don't know if the rest of his crew would clue him in if there was any kind of master plan. So I I feel like. There was like stuff kind of happening in the background and they were like, Hey, I bet we could get Gronk back if we asked him and a couple of text messages later. And he's like, yeah, I'll come out of retirement. Cool. And that was that. Well, so, so you guys know how it went down was put up on Tom Brady's Instagram today. 
he blew a conch shell into the air and then all kinds of birds flew off trees and then Gronk comes running out of the woods and he's like, I'm a little out of shape and tired, but Gronk is reporting to for duty. That was, that was it. It was kind of like when you summon the Kraken. It was pretty damn funny that Tom Brady's trolling people. What, what a fun part of, of their careers. It's like, like, like Tom Brady at this point, like even if he had the shittiest season, even if they, they came out and just sucked and nothing worked, they, there's no pressure on this dude at this point anymore. He's just there to have fun. And if yeah, you can bring Gronk along, like, it's going to be fun to watch. And, and they're going to be smiling. Yeah, it's just – it's a bunch of guys just enjoying the sport it's at this point. Career. How much beer you think is going to be drinking that lot? <laughs> they can dump a Gatorade on anybody in Tampa Bay no more. <laughs> so – so next question on that, Joe, what's the chances they do suck? Zero? Yeah, you know, what? okay, so they come in on Tampa Bay, which is not like a great program. Like, it's, it's kind of struggled. So, like, they only have up to go. I mean, there's just – I don't think they're going to come out and suck. I don't think they will. They're going to come out. I think they're – I mean, they're all serious. They're good at what they do. They are serious athletes, but they're going to have fun with it. And I honestly – I think they're going to do well just because of – the fact that they're just there to have fun. They're just there to enjoy it. And I think with that, that, that mentality, their likelihood of success is actually higher. But Byron, you, you played football at a high level. Um, how much is Tom Brady going to change that locker room? Cause last year, like I said, they had some pro bowl guys, their defense really came on late in the year. How much does a guy like Tom Brady elevate everyone else around him? I, I think tremendously. He, he brings a culture with him. I believe that that um, you can't manufacture, you know, with with someone unless they've been there. So, him walking in the locker room, you got all these young players who's going to look up to somebody like him, and then even Gronk with his silliness, man, you got to respect him for what he's done. So, this is going to be uh, this is interesting. I think they're going to do well. I do not think it's going to be a fluke. I think they're going to be good. Uh, they yeah, got they're, they're looking his his whole end game right now. He wants to be the only quarterback in history to win a Super Bowl in his own stadium. That's an that's interesting, that's an interesting uh, little tidbit. No one's <laughs> no one ever done it. In fact, I don't think there's ever been a team to play in their own stadium for the Super Bowl. I don't believe there has either. So they, they're like, he's got some weird legacy shit floating around. One more final question on Gronk. This is more for Joe than Byron. Gronk is a WWE 24-7 champion, which means you can get pinned anywhere. So <laughs> if someone tackles him in an NFL game and pins him, do they win the 24 Are they going to do it? I would 100% roll him over and try to hold him down. Oh, this is, there's no way I would not do that. And he wouldn't even have to be the active receiver at that point. I would just tackle him off the line and take his damn belt. Byron, this is the thing. You can pin anybody anywhere, in a supermarket, in the backyard, anywhere. What the hell are y'all watching? WWE. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Y'all lost me. Wait, I just want to clarify. So if he gets tackled, so who's counting the three seconds? A referee will come out of the stands. A referee has to go like at all times. He has a referee camped outside his house for the 24-7 championship. Oh, <laughs> wow. So so if it's if, if his girl wanted to be champion, she could just pin him down and have some and, and she could be the champion. There's a ref watching that man at all times. 
Well, hey. Oh, what a world, man. Hey, what a world. <laughs> he said he's what we call Byron a two-sport superstar. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next, next topic. Last dance, Michael Jordan. Byron, did you watch it? Oh, man. And yeah, listen, seriously, if they had put all 10 episodes out at once, I'd be done with it. I'd have been done with okay. it Sunday night. Joe, you, you have not watched it yet, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm not watching. I'm, I okay. want, I'm, I'm going for the binge. Okay. And I mean, let's, let's be fair. Like, I, you know, I was there, like, I won't say I was there, but that was like an era where I was really paying attention to basketball. Like, I grew up in that era. So part of me, it's like, I, I sort of know some of that and I, I don't want to, to piece that together you know, waiting for the next episode. I hate that. So just, just give it to me all in one chunk. So on, on that note, Joe, and, and Byron, this is for you then. Were you surprised at how much turmoil there was surrounding that team? I don't remember that part of it. I just remember them being dominant. Like it, it gets, I don't remember Scotty's contract dispute. I don't remember him saying, I'll never play for the Bulls again, getting surgery late. I, I, I mean, I remember Jordan being good, but not, like that could. Well, I, I remember him being phenomenal. Like, but the thing is, they like they kept it in house, which is what championship organizations do. You'll never know they have problems, and and they came out, man, and they just destroyed people. I mean, it's amazing though to watch what they did while Scotty was out. How they they struggled a little bit. So yeah, they, they, were, they, was, they were a they, he was a much bigger piece. They lost a lot. Yeah, you know, they, a lot of people want to admit. The, the two take-homes I got from that are, A, there was a lot of drama that I wasn't aware of, and that, two, I think Scottie Pippen is one of the most underrated basketball players of all time. Like, oh, And, and I'm going to put a kavat on that, too, because he's still very highly rated, and I still yeah. think he's underrated. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's counted as he's one of the top. top player of all time. Mm-hmm. Top 50 of all time, and he's still underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, Byron, a piece of trivia for you. Scotty was one of the top three players in the NBA during that era. Okay. Michael Jordan was one who was number two. If you get this wrong, you need to move the fuck out of Houston. Of course, my man dream, man. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Dream the dream, man. Dream, that's, that's, come on. And the good thing is I know dream personally. Do you? So, yeah. That dude was I my mean, hero in high school basketball, man, let me tell you. He's a, He's as amazing a human off the court as he was a basketball player. How, how do you know him? Um, well, his brothers and I, when I was in college at Rice, um, I lived very close to his brothers, so I was close, close to his brothers. And um, with that, man, we just developed a relationship, man. And so, um, you know, I'd see him around. And still to this day, man, we, we speak to each other, we see each other. So why did you get him on the podcast? Yeah, why you him? There you go. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I don't have. I, don't have no <laughs> I, I ain't got no hookups. What's up? Yeah, I can, I can, if I see him out where I know most places we would be, but you know we ain't going nowhere now. Then uh, I'd speak to him and we'd chit chat. All right. Yeah. When you when you when you close your eyes at night and you see him in a Toronto Raptors jersey, how does that make you feel? That's blasphemy. <laughs> everything he was a he was a Raptor. That was just he was just playing some pickup ball. <laughs> on the other side of the dog. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, so on, on our random list of topics, the next one is United Airlines gets a $53 billion bailout and then lays off other employees. What? 
<laughs> Byron, how, how does that make you feel as like one of the one of the little people? Okay, listen. Somebody get the ass whooped. I'll tell you right now. So I'm talking. Was, I'm talking pitchforks, torches, like fucking I, marching. I tell you, well, we won't be taking off no time soon. That's a United Airplane. Because we we tearing up some shit, man. How you gonna take that kind of money? My taxpaying money that's bailing you out there, fire me. Yeah, but where, where's that money go? Like, what would they get? Fifty-eight freaking what was it? Billion dollars? And where the hell is it gonna go? It's not going into the pockets of the people they fired. You know where it's going. It's going to to board members, to higher up execs, to people who own stock. I mean, that's that's where the money's going. And mm-hmm. the little man on the on the total pole. Hey, bye. Yeah, thanks for everything. See ya. Do people actually, do you think, Byron, do you think people actually don't fly with them anymore? Or this is just one of those things where people are outraged for two minutes and then it's just business as usual. Business as usual. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're going to, oh, we'll pay 15 bucks an hour for you to, you know, unload baggage and somebody needs the job because everybody's broke. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I, mean, I, I can't imagine. I mean, maybe it's different when you don't know people, but Byron, I can't imagine if if I got a huge payout. $10 million. And then I didn't want to pay one of my employees. Like I just laid them off. I can't imagine what type of person does that to somebody. Well, uh, I couldn't, I personally couldn't do that. You know what I mean? I, I like to sleep well at night. Yeah. yeah. And then, and, and these people, man, but, but it's, it's nothing new, you know, it's, it's nothing new, man. And it, it, it's happened before. So yeah, they're a bunch of sociopaths. I mean, that's what it takes to be at that level anyway. But, you know? but on the other side of the coin in our next topic, Shake Shack gave all their money back. So, so I, I, I have some insight on this because my guess is like Shake Shack probably has like a legal team whose sole purpose is to seek out potential sources of funding. And they were just doing their job and they didn't necessarily realize what it was going to cause until they got a little backlash. And then the higher up said, oh, yeah. That's not good. So back but, she goes. But still good on him from a moral standpoint. Yeah. So, so if you don't know what, what's happening at home, you should know about what's going on. But as part of this small business administration loan that went out, the government informed big business restaurants that there was money for them too. So Shake Shack jumped on it as they should have. They're trying to protect their people. But then it came out that a bunch of younger, smaller not as successful restaurateurs were not getting money and getting screwed. Yeah, it was gone. So, the, the fund so, was dried up. Uh, Danny Meyer and Randy, I, I think his name's Galetti, they hopped right on the email and they're like, no, we gave all this money back and we are good. We, you know, so morally the right thing to do, but what a great PR move. Yeah. Like, like there's a reason Danny Meyer has a sterling reputation in the industry and it's like, nope, we did the right thing. There's going to be no backlash against them. You know what I'm saying? Like they stepped up. I wish I, I want to hire their PR people because it's, <laughs> it's smart. You know, I like it. No, no bias either, by the way. <laughs> I, love I was, you know, if, if their burgers suck, fuck them. But since their burgers are good, we're going to let this one slide. I would have had a, I would have had Byron. I'll tell you a funny story. I would have had a moral dilemma with the, with the Shake Shack. Um, Just like I had with Chick-fil-A. Do you know my history with Chick-fil-A? We, yours. Yeah. I didn't have it in Canada when I moved down here. 
So I came down here and all I knew about Chick-fil-A was that the owner hated black people and gay people. And so I swore to myself that I would never support Chick-fil-A because that kind of behavior I'm deeply, deeply against. So my man, Will Pace, who uh, runs Maximus Gym for me, who's, who's a black guy. We, we went to uh, his kid's party and there was just these fucking plates of chicken nuggets and I started eating them and I go, Will, holy shit. These are the best chicken nuggets I've ever had in my life. Where do you get these? And he looked me square in the eye. He goes, Chick-fil-A. And I felt my heart sink <laughs> because Will is down, even though the owner of Chick-fil-A hates black people, Will's down with sport Chick-fil-A and the fucking chicken, chicken nuggets are tasty. So now it's like I have a moral dilemma every time I pull through their drive through of whether or not I can actually eat there. And, and by the way, I'm not making this up, Joe, you were telling me there was a, a, a show about this yeah that was, like, uh, was Lou golden show uh uh the, the good place right that was like the joke was uh the, the the judge of everything was supposed to go down to earth and and see how screwed up everything was and they used chick-fil-a as the example of like there's this chicken sandwich down there and it's so good but if you eat it it means you hate gay people and so <laughs> there's like this dilemma <laughs> oh. i don't know byron do you eat at the chick-fil-a is this oh. something you support <laughs> Oh man, listen, I don't hate gay people and I damn sure don't hate black people. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Cause it it just it just makes me laugh. I think I think Byron, and I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this without being in trouble, but like I think the owner of Chick-fil-A says that you wear the mark of Cain. I, <laughs> I believe that was that. I do recall that. Is that why we're cursed? That's <laughs> why black people are cursed and walk around and <laughs> I kind of, I kind of feel like that's the that that's the deal. So I don't know if I can. Anyway, I'm glad Shake Shack. I don't have to. I don't have more fucking Chick Fil A for me. Moral dilemma. Oh, it is a good sandwich, though. <laughs> oh, oh, here comes Popeyes. <laughs> Shit, I can eat a Popeyes. I know that. I just don't know about the Chick Fil A. It makes me feel bad. All right, Byron. Now we go into the gutter. Oh, I. There's this thing called quarantine radio. Uh, Joe, you're probably... Oh, yeah. you know, you know, You've got to explain this to me. I'm, not, I'm still not wrapping my mind around this. So here, here's the deal. People are bored. They're inside. It's a, it's, a, it's a time where humanity needs to band together and show positivity and love. Uh, it's a time that, that some of the great uh, the speakers, uh, Aubrey Marcus from On It, uh, Tom Ilbeu, who's like a, like a speaker, he... Him, uh, Andy Frisella, who, who runs First Form, Tim Ferriss, like they're, they're all telling us we need to read books and better ourselves and do all this stuff. So Tory Lanez is an R&B singer. He's, he's single-handedly responsible for bringing R&B back. He, he decided to give the people what they really want, and he started Quarantine Radio. Now, normally, if you go live on Instagram, like LeBron James goes live, he gets 70,000 viewers. If Oprah goes live, she gets 50,000. If Barack goes live, he gets 70,000 or 100,000. Tori's pulling half a million to a million for every episode. Daily. Radio. Now, daily. Daily. So Quarantine Radio Joe, he, he has an old school DJ microphone. And he invites girls to come on Quarantine Radio. And, and for the safety of their home, they, they twerk and dance. And if they do well... I'm shaking my head over here, man. He, he, 
he pays he pays the money over Venmo if they do well for for the people that are watching. And then it's evolved into this whole thing where part of the show is you got to pour milk on yourself or milk on your friend and use different chocolate almond milk, organic. <laughs> Tory Lane's favors organic chocolate almond milk. That's his favorite. So I gotta. <laughs> what? What? What does this say about society, Joe? For someone that hasn't seen this, it, the fact that this is breaking all kinds of internet records. What does this say about society? It's a train wreck, man. It's just a train wreck. We are doomed. We are desperate right now. That's what the problem. Get us out. Give us oh. all the house man. Yeah, we're going to have to march on the governor's mansions, I guess. There's, but this is, there's, there's a subtext to this, though. He just went independent from his record label. He's putting out his own stuff, so he's getting paid. And at the same time, he drops quarantine radio, and his stuff is now more downloaded than anybody's on the planet. It's like... I feel like we need quarantine radio for Maximus podcast, but Joe, you're married. I'm married. We'll get killed. Can you run run a quarantine radio for us? And and can you offer the insightful commentary that Tori Lanes does? We will make it as exciting as needed. Joe, the best part is Tory Lanez does a play-by-play the entire time. It is he's pretty good at the play-by-play. But what's going to happen when other people figure out his formula, man? <laughs> <It's> original. <laughs> so, how many people make chicken nuggets? Tons of them, but none of them are Chick Fil A nuggets. All right, right. I'm just saying. Because the other one, did you see, Byron? I tuned in on Monday night to watch Teddy Riley versus Babyface 2. I did not. And, and it was, out. it's a live event that Timbaland was hosting, having like a DJ contest between Teddy Riley and, and Babyface. And, and Teddy plays a song and Babyface plays a song. And at the end, there's a winner and, and blah, 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 blah. And it broke Instagram. Like literally, they had so many viewers. It shut the whole thing down. It was, yeah, glitching. Wow. Is wow. Byron is Babyface and Teddy Riley that good? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know how many babies? You know how many people are alive today because of those two men? <laughs> yeah, all right. I wanted to know. <laughs> man, right. man, 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 listen, I had somebody text me with an emoji of just like water droplets because she said babyface some whip appeal. And I was like, what you sending me water droplets for? Because that's what Babyface does to me. <laughs> Get your ass off my phone, because... Let me stop. Anyway. Yeah, Byron, on that note, are you preferential? I would be shocked if Joe even knew what I was talking about right now, because you're from Minnesota, but uh, do you prefer Blackstreet Teddy Riley or Guy Teddy Riley? Definitely God, Teddy Riley. Yeah. All right. Oh, we, 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 definitely God, Teddy Riley. Come on, man. That's, that's, man. Joe, man. just for fun, can you name Guy's most popular song? I couldn't tell you. This what, is about, beyond what about Black Street? I, I don't even know what you're referring to. Okay. I am safe right, in my I, you, I am happy here. Byron, 
Byron will send you a playlist. <laughs> man, high school days, man. That got me in some trouble right there. Shit. <laughs> All right, I next. Mom. I hope my mom is not listening to this podcast. No, you get in trouble. Okay, next. So Tom Brady's working out in a park because he can't find room to train in his 30,000-square-foot mansion. And some park employee boots his ass out. Was who who is in the wrong here? The, <laughs> the, the the Tom Brady for breaking the breaking the rules, or the park employee for a not knowing who the fuck Tom Brady was, or just let the man get his workout in. Maybe he knew who he was and didn't give a shit. I, I think so, some people are not fans of Tom Brady. Some people just want to see that man burn. Like, who gives a shit? But that's really what you. That's really what you come with. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of the example, but it's like I hear a ball bouncing in my driveway and I go outside and there's a LeBron, there's a LeBron James or Michael Jordan, just, just shooting buckets in my hoop. And I'm like, you know, you're going to have to get off my property. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> like, like uh, what, what, who would do that? Oh, Bobby rules are rules and good. Uh, uh, civic employees you know, representatives of the parks industry are good at enforcing those rules and fair. What happens if that guy's boss comes and says, hey, I told you nobody out here. He's like, what is Tom Brady? Yeah, and anyone in their right mind would forgive that person. I'm not talking about that guy. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of a football player I don't like or a, a basketball player I don't like. And if they were in my driveway playing basketball, I would still be like, well, can I play? Can I play my Instagram? boss the Jets fan. And they've been getting their asses kicked by Tom Brady for the last 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> Poor little yeah. Park, park employee was sleeping behind the desk and the phone rings and it's the boss. And I get your ass out there. We got, we got Tom Brady working out in my park. Get him the hell out of here. I can't stand that guy. And this poor employee. Hey, Mr. Brady, I'm, I'm very sorry to <laughs> disturb you. And I, I would say, like, hey, <laughs> my mama don't want you over here. I'm you, I want you here. But they don't want you here, so you gotta go. And I need my well, job. Unless you don't hire me. <laughs> Tom, it's, it's I, I know Tom's really into working out. I understand he's a big fan of mine. Tom, if you need a place to train, you you can come to the Maximus gym. We'll open up in the quarantine for you. Uh pay the fines by the city if we get it. But I I'll I'll take care of you. Uh Joe, you're a Packers fan. I'm not sure how you feel about offering him a place to stay in Minnesota, but hey, hey, good is good, man. He's a good quarterback, he's a good team leader. I respect that. All right. I might, I might hamstring him while he sleeps, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Apparently there's an interim stimulus bill coming. Uh, do we have any faith that we're all small business owners? Do we have any faith that we're going to see a penny? No. This will not be a talk. This will just be a vote. Joe, yay or nay? Nope. Not a dime. Byron? Absolutely not. All right. We're next. Byron, you're you're kind of from the south. What the fuck is Georgia? Making right now? Okay, what, what? Georgia is open for business. Fucking gyms, dentists, nail salons. What, what uh, is this a good idea? Oh, never mind. I want to scrap that one. Did you see the interview the Texas governor gave where he said that lives were not as important? That was the lieutenant you know? governor, fucking Dan. <laughs> Listen, man. I promise you guys, man. Everybody from Texas isn't like that. 
<laughs> out there. We're all not like fucked up like this dude. We care about lives. Okay. But yeah, this guy. What did he say jobs are more important than lives? He opening had. up the economy. It's more like important than lives. You got to sacrifice something. <laughs> basically what this guy said. And I guess well, there, there was some phrase about like, like, like let, let us old people take care of ourselves. Something to that effect. Like, Jesus. <laughs> so on that note, though, I, I, I get some of the sentiment about opening it up. If you're one of these people who wants to protest and you think everything should be open. Should you be denied care at a hospital? How would you track that? I mean, realistically, because I, I feel like ethically, I'm OK with that. It's not great, but I mean, there's other people I think that should be in line in front of somebody who who puts themselves in danger recklessly. But, Joe, but like, but like, how do you track that? Joe, you, gotta, you gotta like stamp them on the forehead, like protester. The, the internet. There was a guy on the. Uh, you guys can hear our co-producer in the back just going nuts. But um, he's upset about this one. <laughs> there was a guy I was watching on a protest the other day, and he had a sign that said COVID nineteen was fake. Meanwhile, he was dressed in an entire yeah. hazmat suit. Yeah. yeah, that's that's faith in action right there. That's 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 walking the walk, man. <laughs> you know, but you did the Texas. Here's, here's, here's the thing. COVID-19 is real. The economy is fake. <laughs> Fair enough. My, my favorite. The economy, the, the economy could go away. All the banks could just go belly up. Everybody's debt could just disappear. And you know what we would do? We would just open new banks. Like, we'd be fine. It'd be good. It's the executives. It's the rich folk that are going to be bad. It's going to be when Jeff Bezos realizes that his $34 billion or whatever ain't worth a, a, an anthill. And he's just a normal guy once again. That's what's going to hurt. Don't bother yeah, me at all. Is, it, I mean, yeah, it's not like cash. or like It's not like the old days where you'd have gold. Yeah. Right. Like it's literally like just a, a, a number, but I just want to know what's going on in Texas and and in Georgia that people are talking like this. I wonder what's going to happen down there. B, you want to move with us? You want to get out of there? Man, uh, listen, I'm going to have to move wherever Will is, though, because you know that would double the population of black people. <laughs> you're, you're actually, you're actually not wrong. I actually have a funny story about that. So, me, <laughs> Ronnie Price, Darren Williams and Nate Orchard were out for lunch in Utah. And they're the only three black people in a restaurant of probably a hundred people. And I'm there with them and everyone's just staring at us. And Darren makes a comment. These fuck people looking at us cause we're black. And I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't believe this. This is like, this is like a racist ass place. And then <laughs> Nate goes, Maybe they're just looking at us because we're all famous professional athletes. <laughs> I started fucking laughing because Darren and Ronnie play for the Utah Jazz and we're well known. And Nate's like one of the most famous players in college history here. So maybe maybe it was just I don't know. <laughs> it was it was it was a positive outlook on, on his part. But yeah, Utah Utah is known for that. Um, next one, celebrities aging. Normal people in quarantine are aging three weeks. All these celebrities out there are aging like 25 years because they can't get their <laughs> haircut and their Botox and stuff. Have you been really let down or disappointed by somebody? Because DJ Khaled looks like a homeless person right now. 
Hey, I'm looking better. That's what happens when I can sleep in. That's right. See? Sleep in and drink plenty of water, baby. <laughs> wow. All right. Speaking, speaking of celebrities, and this is our last topic. I'm having a hard time with this. I love the man. He he's one of those handsome men on the planet. He's a tremendous actor. He should be the ah. next James Bond. He is an incredible rapper. If you've never heard the song Boasty Byron, you need to download it. He's good at everything. Idris Elba thinks that we need to celebrate a quarantine week every year and be shoved in quarantine so that we can remember this time. Are you are you down with him, B, or is he? Uh, well, we can get quarantine radio, something like that happening live <laughs> in multiple locations. If we quarantine people in the actual place like that with the milk and <laughs> the milk, I have to be there. I want to be at home doing people quarantine people in the club doing it. Are you are you gonna host when this whole thing is over? Are you gonna have like a quarantine radio week live at the <laughs> strength and conditioning? That's a great idea. <laughs> That's well, that take his business in a whole new direction. <laughs> pool party. I was happening right there. The pool party. Shit. We gotta see if Tory Lanez will host that for you. Um you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna add one more to the list. Byron, have you done the two C slide yet for your TikTok account? No, I haven't. I thought I thought Houston people love Drake. Listen, man, not happening. Do you do you love Drake? As a, as a resident of Houston, do you love Drake? And now, before you, answer that, <laughs> before you answer that, Drake's best buddy, Jay Prince, is listening, and he will shut your whole gym down if you give the wrong answer. I grew up with the ghetto boys and all of them, so I'm all right with Jay, with, uh, Jay Prince. Listen. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Drake, man. Why, why not? He prints money. I mean, yeah. I, he's, not my, he's, not, he's not my go-to. You know, I know, I know he's from Toronto, and that's that's a staple on your playlist. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's nah. Isn't he an honorary citizen of Houston? Who said this though? Who gave him that title? Jay Prince. I don't remember. I don't. I don't, I don't ever recall seeing. Okay, him okay. Is is okay? We got the mayor. We got the governor. We got. We got like the, the the chief of the firefighters that works out at your gym. Who is the most powerful man in Houston? Those guys combined or Jay Prince? Definitely Jay Prince. Jay Prince <laughs> run the streets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jay Prince run the streets. Jay Prince runs a lot of the streets in America. Okay, but I, with that being said, I don't know how I feel about Drake, man. All right. What about what about Megan? What about Megan the Stallion? Because she's from Houston, and ah. we like her music. But her and Jay are in a little bit of a like a. Are you allowed to play Megan the Stallion at the gym, or will I like would Jay Prince show up and shut <laughs> you down? I've never really played her to begin with, but if Jay Prince got an issue with her, I got an issue with. Her. All right, that's how it is. Joe, you need you need so we could talk about more fun things on the podcast. You need to do. I'll send you a playlist. Yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna have to educate me. Hey, make sure there's some some Teddy Riley and Guy on that playlist. <laughs> we'll get Joe hooked up. I don't know. 
I don't know, Joe, have you ever been to my Spotify or is that like a void? I, 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 I think I'm subscribed to your playlist, but uh, I don't think I've ever once played it, to be honest with you. Never hit play. You know, I actually, Joe, I, I do want to... I've been on Byron's playlist a couple times. Yeah, well, Byron, Byron likes... This is, this is actually kind of embarrassing. No, you and Byron wow. are closer musically than me. Listen, I got people who like music that you may <laughs> like who actually have access to my Spotify account. But Byron, Joe, that's why you that's why you may like some music that's on my Spotify. Byron, I have seen Marilyn Manson, Dave Matthews Band, The Imagine Dragons. Um, that's all right. <laughs> that's very your, your favorite CJ yeah. Wagner. Chris Courtright, that's the that's the singer from Soundgarden, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's Joe? What's his name? I don't know. Any you see, you Chris, know Chris Cornell. Thank okay. you. There you go. <laughs> now, now you're getting into my genre here. <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, Joe, just know that's not me. Okay. Shit, this has been fun. So everyone that's listening at home, this is this is going to be the format. We're going to do this once a week. We're going to come up with 10 topics. We're just going to talk so you guys get to know us. We hope you enjoy it. If you have listened to this uh, episode, because these are going to come out on the day. Yeah. Um, well, don't don't go watch don't go watch quarantine radio if you're, uh, don't don't go i mean I, yeah watch it but don't watch it if if watch it by yourself Mary, don't yeah i was gonna say don't watch it watch it by yourself go to yeah, your basement, wherever you can go man game yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, thinking like that 1950s. Let's get the family together, gather around the radio. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine like some guy that's listening to the Max's podcast. Like, hey, Bobby and Joe were talking about and Byron were talking about this thing, quarantine radio. Let's check this out. Don't get me in trouble. Don't. Your wife's gonna DM my wife and then to tell you I'm moral. You know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. What else did we learn today? Shake Shack is is good to go. Chick Fil A. Byron, would you gonna ever eat Chick Fil A again? I can't do it now, man. Even though Will eats it, Will fed it to me. I was <laughs> this. Will fed me the Chick Fil A against my knowledge. He ruined it for me. Ignorance was bliss. I. I didn't know how good it was. We're going to have to get into like a whole like ethical thing here. Like there's going to have to be some study. We're going to have to bring some experts into this conversation. This gets complicated. I even tried to educate Will on the topic. He looked at me and popped a chicken nugget in his mouth. Right in mouth. Yeah, <laughs> in <laughs> well, he ate it. I don't know. You know. Yeah. All right. uh, this, man, I, hmm. this has been a blast. You guys, these are my, these are my favorite podcasts. And uh, if, if you are listening at home, we have got a stellar guest list get released. CT Fletcher on Friday. Yeah. Um, Don Dino's coming out. Uh, yeah. Sean Garner. Joe DeFranco. Uh, Joe DeFranco, legendary trainer. Byron, Miss Selena Johnson is coming on the podcast on Friday. So we got, hey. we got her lined up. Um, we're, we're, Mike, Mike Weir, who uh, is is one of the best golfers ever. He, he won the Masters. Kat Cora, world-class chef. Oh, I totally, I'll announce this right now, Joe. Good. Real Chef Rush wants to come ah, on the show. Right on. Uh, 
Byron, have you ever seen that man? Real Chef Russ. Rush. Do you have your phone out? Yeah. Okay. Google this, right? You open Instagram. Come on. I, I want to hear your reaction for the people. Um, okay. I want to let you know there was a time I thought I was the most dope, jacked chef in America. I want you to open up Real Chef Rush's Instagram and click on that man. Damn. Oh, that's a large he, he, he got fed more breast milk as a kid than me, I think. That's a large human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the chef for the White House. So he is going to come on the show, Joe. I'm going to ask him so many questions about training. You have no idea. And like, what food, what food are you eating? Yeah. Like, what? Spill it, man. Spill it. (laughs) Byron's in shock right now. (laughs) Yeah. So, so Byron, I was putting on my Instagram for a while um, about how I was the most jacked chef slash cook in America. And then I got a lot of hate from people saying, Bobby, you are so far in second place. It's not even funny. <laughs> so, so I was like, at first I just ignored it. I'm like, fuck these haters. And then I looked them up and I'm like, oh, I, I am pretty far in second place. That's impressive. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. We got John B. He's going to come on. Second most famous white guy. He is, he is, he is the, the most dope white dude in America. I'm number two on that too. John B's got me beat. I'm, I'm number two in a lot of things. I'm a perpetual second place finisher. This is true. <laughs> you know. All right, guys. This has been this has been a blast. Start thinking about topics for next week. Oh, and if you if you are listening to this and you like this and you want to submit topics, you got you got three options. You can DM at Bobby Maximus. You can slide into Byron Godfrey's DMs or Joe underscore Sabula. Uh, DM us. You can, you can email us and, and give us topics. We'll probably, I feel like we're going to talk about anything and we're probably going to get in trouble. Probably. We'll see how long this lasts. things If you, if you, if you, and I'll sign off by saying this, if you slide into Byron's DMs, he likes chocolate almond milk. <laughs> Organic. Organic. Great. Well, okay, okay, wait, wait. I gotta I gotta say so. He he Lizzo came on on the quarantine radio with him and she had chocolate almond milk and Tori Lane's got like an old school microphone and he's saying, keeping it true to the culture, straight yes, out of all the organics in his life. Oh man, it was it was it was <laughs> Oh my God. So if you slide into Byron's DMs, chocolate almond milk is Byron's milk choice. That will get my attention. <laughs> All right, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't. don't <laughs> on oh man. Right, this, this, is, this is the state of society right now. I'm, I'm out here. I'm trying to give people diet advice, free no gear workouts. Telling people to do mental exercises to strengthen their psychological game. I, I I made a course called the Maximus Mindset to help people, and you're all just watching quarantine radio. Sad, sad state of affairs. Yep. No time to work out, Byron. No time to work out. <laughs> hours. Joe, he does like three hour episodes daily of quarantine radio. Oh man. Oh man. We're going about this all wrong. I've done an hour of cardio watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You're 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 part of the problem, B. How would I admit that? All right. <laughs> we are out. Thank you, boys. All right, fellas. This you're the last of a dying breed.